Faith in Christ Jesus number 10. I believe we'll finish this up today. Uh, I hope you've been hearing these podcasts, uh, anointed podcasts, where the Holy Spirit has been releasing this message to the body of Christ. 2 Corinthians 13.5, examine yourselves as to whether you are in the faith. Test yourselves. Do you not know yourselves that Jesus Christ is in you, unless indeed you are disqualified? There's no way that I can go back and tell you everything that we said. I hope you really go back and listen to all of them and really study them out. Uh, there's a lot of meat, a lot of teaching that will be of great blessing to you. Now, we said that the way you examine yourself and test yourself as to whether you are in the faith is to make sure that you don't have any unrepented for sin in your life. And, of course, Paul talks about this in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, the preceding chapter, verses, the last two verses, he talks about it. And he talks about all these things that, um, uh, you know, the sins that people have not repented of. Uh, and he talks about backbiting and selfishness and outbursts of wrath and immorality, sexual immorality, impurity. Uh, promiscuity and all these things that people practice that they have not repented of. He says, I don't want to find you like that now. First <laughs> John chapter 1, verse 9, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Thank God that he does. And thank God that the blood never loses its power. <laughs> Glory to God. And uh, we looked at, um, oh, let's see. Acts chapter 24, verse 24 and 25, where Paul is teaching about faith in Christ in front of Governor Felix and his wife, Drusilla. And uh, when he did, it says in verse 25 that he reasoned with him about righteousness, self-control, and judgment to come. And that was the substance of what he was sharing concerning the faith in Christ. Righteousness, self-control, and judgment. We saw that righteousness has to do not just with being accredited righteousness when we come to Jesus, but also the fact that we must live in righteousness and walk in righteousness according to God's holy word and his moral commandments. And we saw that real strong. And we also saw that we must live a life of self-control. And we looked at that. In the last podcast, and I hope you go back and you listen to it. Amen. It's very important. And now we're going to close today talking about eternal judgment. And notice he calls it uh, judgment to come. Hebrews chapter 6 talks about these principal elements of the doctrines of Christ. And one of them that he talks about in Hebrews chapter 6 and verse 2 is eternal judgment, Hebrews 6, 2. And it's important. Uh, there's two sides to this, but we're going to look first at eternal judgment. Right now there's a move in the body of Christ under the guise of grace, but it's not grace. It's a false teaching that says there is no eternal judgment. And uh, they despise the book of Revelation and anywhere it talks about this. But uh, the Bible's clear about it. And you just have to be a fool to believe differently because it's all over the Bible. 
both Old Testament and New Testament. And uh, like I said, Hebrews 6.2 tells us this is one of the principal doctrines of Christ. If you're in a church or you're going to a meeting and somebody starts telling you that eternal judgment is, a, is not for us today and that's just a figment of our imagination or that's not, you know, we, we're under grace and that doesn't affect us, well, you're wrong. Eternal judgment, there is a judgment that will come on those that refuse to repent. I don't care if you were a Christian or if you are. Uh, call yourself a Christian, but if you don't repent, uh, judgment will come on you. How do I know that? Well, I'll get to that in a few minutes. But uh, let's talk about this side of eternal judgment. And uh, let's go to the book of Revelation, chapter 20. And this was the revelation of the Holy Spirit. Uh, given, actually, the revelation of Jesus Christ that God gave to the Apostle John while he was on the island of Patmos. Now, all you got to do is read Revelation chapter 1, uh, verse 1 through, uh, oh, just read down through there, and you'll see that um, John was on the Isle of Patmos, and this revelation of Jesus Christ came to him. Now, you remember what uh, uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 13 and verse 5 said? said, examine yourself whether you be in the faith. Amen. Uh, don't you know that Christ Jesus or Jesus Christ is in you unless you be disqualified? Well, this was the revelation of Jesus Christ. And we saw in Acts chapter 24 that it includes righteousness, self-control, and eternal judgment. All right. Revelation chapter 20 verse 4 talks about this white throne judgment that... <laughs> it, it's, it's, I mean, you can go down through here. I, 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 I don't have time to read all of this. But if you'll go through here and go down, I said verse 4, but actually verse 11 uh, through 14, you'll see that it talks about even those that were in hell will be brought up out of hell and they will be judged according to their works and they will be judged out of the book of life. Uh, by all the things that are written in these books. That's in verse 12. And then verse uh, 13 says, The sea gave up the dead that were in it, and death and Hades delivered up the dead who were in them, and they were judged, each one according to his works. And verse 14 says, Then death and Hades were cast into the lake of fire, and this is the second death. And if anyone not found written in the book of life, was cast into the lake of fire. Now, did you know that it is possible for a Christian to get his name erased from the book of life? Now, I know that's shocking, and I know that's, that's a real problem for some folks. But Revelation chapter uh, 3, when Jesus was talking to one of the churches, he was actually talking to the church uh, at, at uh, Sardis. And he says that if you don't repent, uh, verse 4, you have a few names even in Sardis who have not defiled their garments and they shall walk with me in white for they are worthy. He who overcomes will be clothed in white garments. Now watch this. And I will not blot out his name from the book of life. That word blot means erase. So it means there's a possibility that some people are going to get their name erased. Well, that's one of the things we've been talking about. You don't want to be disqualified uh, from uh, 
eternity with God. And some people are through the practice of unrighteousness. Now let's go on, and that's why I thank God for the blood of Jesus, and thank God that we, if we sin as a Christian, we can run to Jesus and run to his blood and confess our sins, and he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Folks, you do not want to die in your sin. Don't ever, don't ever do that. Uh, if you uh, are going to die, or if you're going to die, you make sure that you belong to God and you're with Christ, and you're with the Lord Jesus. And somebody said, oh, but how about if, if I sin and all of a sudden I die? Listen, I'm not the judge. <laughs> don't play with this. This is eternal stuff. You don't want to be caught dead practicing sin. I'll just leave it at that. Revelation 21, verse 8. Watch what it says. But the cowardly, unbelieving, abom abominable, Murderers, sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Now, you don't want to end up there. So, you sin, you confess your sin, get out in Jesus' name. Now, that's eternal judgment. And uh, it corresponds also uh, to the judgment seat of Christ. Have you ever read that? Let me read to you uh, concerning that, and uh, because some people don't 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 like to hear this, but I'm telling you, folks, this is a part of the gospel message. Don't minimize it. This is a part of what we're supposed to be teaching and preaching. This is what Paul taught and preached to Felix, somebody who didn't know Jesus, and it's something that we're supposed to be teaching and preaching. To those that do know Jesus, according to 2 Corinthians chapter 12 and 13 that we've been studying in all these podcasts. Amen. But a lot of people want to water it down. They don't want to talk about it. Well, 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 10. Let's look at it. Uh, actually, let's uh, start with verse 9. Therefore, we make it our aim, whether present or absent, talking about present or absent in the body, to be well-pleasing to him. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that each one may receive the things done in the body, according to what he has done, whether good or bad, knowing therefore that God's going to wink at all the bad stuff you did. No, that's not what it says. Knowing therefore the terror of the Lord, we persuade men. Huh. We are well known to God, and I also trust we are well known in your consciences. Now, this is what made Felix afraid. The terror of the Lord that was coming forth through the Apostle Paul as he ministered the word concerning judgment to come. And like I told you, there's two sides to this. There's the eternal judgment. And then there's the fact that we should be judging ourselves to stay out of judgment. Now, people don't want to hear this, but it's Bible. It's in your Bible. So look it up. And if you hear pages rustling, that's because I'm turning to it. 1 Corinthians chapter 11, talking about the table of the Lord or the Lord's Supper. And, um, and if you go down here into uh, verse 29, For he who eats and drinks in an unworthy manner eats and drinks judgment to himself. Now get this straight. There is such a thing as judgment coming on a Christian. 
Yeah, there is. Because they didn't discern uh, what Jesus did for them. And uh, they're not walking in it. They still have unconfessed sin in their life. They're doing things that are unpleasing to God. They're violating His commandments. Instead of repenting, like Paul said in 2 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 20, uh, uh, and confessing their sin and getting it out and letting the blood cleanse it out. Uh, so because they haven't recognized that this is the new covenant in His blood and that it is the blood that cleanses us from all unrighteousness. 1 John chapter 1, verses 7 through 10. You go check it out. Uh, then uh, they're over in the judgment. And judgment will come on them if they don't repent. Now, folks, I didn't write this. This is in your Bible. Now, notice what he goes on to say. For this reason, many are weak and sick among you, and many sleep or die. For if we would judge ourselves, and of course, you know, that's talking about dying before you should. But he said, if we would judge ourselves, we would not be judged. But when we are judged, we're chastened of the Lord that we may not be condemned with the world. Now, God doesn't want you to be condemned with the world. <laughs> what is the condemnation that comes on the world? Well, it's the lake of fire, folks. God doesn't want you to, to be that way. So judgment has to come. And if you repent, you can get out of judgment and you won't have to be condemned with the world. Amen. Now, um, and you know, there's other scriptures. I, I, I feel sorry for folks that don't, don't recognize this uh, and have a real problem with this. Go, go to Ephesians chapter 5. And let me read to you something here in Ephesians chapter 5. Um, verse 3. But fornication and all uncleanness and covetousness, let it not even be named among you, as is fitting for saints, neither filthiness, nor foolish talking, nor coarse jesting, which are not fitting, but rather giving a thanks. For this you know. Now you're supposed to know this. That no fornicator, unclean person, nor covetous man, who is an idolater, has any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and God. Let no one deceive you with empty words. Watch this. For because of these things, the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Now, the sons of disobedience are those that practice disobedience. And Paul says straight out, look at verse 7, Therefore, do not be partakers with them. That means that you could partake with them if you're practicing covetousness or idolatry or uh, fornication or uncleanliness. And, and that's not talking about you didn't wash your hands. That's talking about impurity of life. You're walking in things that are disgusting to God. And there's whole lists of it. And he gives you some of them here. Um, uh, don't think you're going to get away with that if you keep practicing that. You could be judged along with the sons of disobedience if you continue down that line. You don't want to continue down that line. You don't want to partake of it with them. Uh, let me see if Colossians chapter 3, I believe Colossians chapter 3 says basically the same thing. Um, 
Amen. Verse 5. Watch this. Colossians 3, 5. Now, I'm giving you a few scriptures because, again, I'm going to say it. If you don't judge yourself and you don't cleanse yourself from unrighteousness through the blood, by confessing your sin, then judgment could come on you. And I want you to avoid that. Don't stay in unrighteousness. Get out of it. Amen. Confess your sin. Repent. Now, watch. Colossians 3, 5. Therefore, put to death your members which are on the earth. Fornication, uncleanness, passion. And it's talking about evil passion. Evil desire and covetousness, which is idolatry. Now, watch verse 6. Because of these things... And because of the grace of God, you're going to go to heaven. No, that's not what he said. He said, because of these things, the wrath of God is coming upon those that practice disobedience, the sons of disobedience, those that practice disobedience, in which you yourselves once walked when you lived in them. Well, now you're supposed to be living and walking in something different, not this stuff. And this is why he goes on to say, but now you yourselves are to put off all these. Anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy language of your, uh, out of your mouth. Don't lie to one another. But put off the old man with his deeds and put on the new man. Glory to God. Amen. Do you see this? Now, this is clear Bible language. Don't let anybody fool you into thinking that you can live with impunity. And live without accountability and just continue to sin and you're okay. No, no, no. You need to repent. You need to confess your sin. You need to get it out. 2 Corinthians chapter 7, and I'm going to close with this. Uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 7 and verse 1. Therefore, having these promises, beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. Be blessed. Get a copy of my book. Get a few copies and pass them out. Uh, we discuss all these things in this book. A call to return. Restoring the roots of our relationship with Jesus.